2: Hey, good morning! Welcome. You're listening to the Donna and Steve Experience on my Talk 107.1. Happy Hump Day, everybody! Always like a good Hump Day joke or a recognition.
0: Of course, yeah. Not a lot of people talk about it anymore, but know, Donna right? does every week. Man, I love it. Welcome in good the humpty Hump. We just had. Oh, uh, that's
2: what we should start with on
0: Wednesday.
2: The Hump.
1: And the Hump. Ask your guy who's coming on. At, at uh, ten. He'll do it for you.
0: Yeah, he'll play that.
1: You know. Oh yeah, that guy. I will. Yeah, because he'll make it. You're right. He'll make it his own.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs>
1: oh yeah, you could sing it.
0: He'll DJ ask Humpty us to call him Hump. DJ Humpty. DJ <laughs> Humpty Hump. <laughs> Humpty would be cool for a DJ name.
2: Yeah. I think it works. Anyway, how you guys doing?
0: Doing Great. good. Doing good. good um good. I'm gonna I'm gonna lead the show with A Johnny Depp story. What? Even though I know that you are our registered court reporter, hashtag two-time, two-time juror, and you are locked and loaded, Donna is that lady who is midday. What are you up to? You want to get together? I can't. I'm watching Pluto TV to watch court TV to follow Johnny Depp, Amber Heard.
2: I mean, when, okay, you're too young, but Dawn, are you old enough to remember the OJ? Yeah. Oh, I, I remember watched that. Every minute that I could possibly squeeze in.
0: I agree. You know what's so funny about the OJ trial is in sixth, I was in sixth grade when the verdict came down. Okay. So it would have been like summer fifth to sixth grade, oh, or I no don't know, fourth to fifth that it I happened. And then it was like a year air, later.
2: Literally on the air. What year was that? Waiting. ninety uh, 90- ninety.
0: No, no, no. Two? 94 is Ooh. when that happened. So that would have been, I think, 95 when a verdict came out. But. In school, Mrs. San Rocco turned the radio on when they were going to be reading the verdict. Guys, in school, and I get it, the OJ trial is different. And it was it was murder, and these would have been serious, a serious sentence that would have followed and all of that. But like imagine a classroom today saying, All right, they're about to read the verdict in the Johnny Depp, Amber Heard mm-hmm. defamation trial. Yeah. Let's turn the radio up.
2: It's a little different because one is a criminal case. Sure. And if you're teaching criminal justice or something like that, yeah, well, or we, social studies.
0: We were just in sixth grade gotcha. at a private Christian school. Okay. <laughs> and then Mrs. San Rocco was like this. But I remember following that. Yeah, ad nauseum.
2: I just, I can't get enough of a, like a courtroom drama. It's just so fascinating. Like our whole justice system fascinates me.
0: It is interesting, and it's one that you never want to have to deal with. Yes. If you can get through life never having to appear in a courtroom. You know what I don't want to ever be called in for? A witness. Ever in my life. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Never. How do I not make that happen? Like, is Paul Bettany, is he saying, Johnny, let me know how I can help? Or are people reaching out and saying, hey, you have to talk. Can they force you to be a witness in court?
2: I guess you could be subpoenaed, Yeah. yeah. I don't
0: want to be subpoenaed.
2: Yeah. Well and the thing is, you know, you want to answer questions honestly without hurting the person who sighed your Yeah, that's the trouble you're with a witness the relationship. For, yeah, yeah, But you gotta be honest. You're right.
1: swearing that no matter what, you'll be honest. Because what if you lie and then they have some evidence that proves you wrong? Mm. Now you're a criminal. Hey. Yep. Yep. I'm not
0: on trial here.
1: But you just Order. No, you just Order. did that thing. I don't know the term. What is it, Donna? Um uh, uh, Contempt. <laughs> uh, whenever you oh, lie on perjury. the stand,
2: perjury.
1: Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah. I to, well, to jail I wasn't for that. To do That's that. right. Sorry. Right.
2: Where's that noise
0: coming? Don't worry, it's gone. All right. What is it? It was a thing.
2: Steve's stomach is talking to
0: him.
2: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the story. the stain on his shirt going...
0: <laughs> 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 Wait, here's the story I was going to come with. I was all proud of coming with a okay, Johnny Depp story. Here we go. Howard Stern. Ever Never heard of him? him? He is offering his two cents. While it seems the court of public opinion, it seems the opinion of Johnny Depp, I think, by and large, if you had to choose, has it gotten more favorable or less favorable... I think it's gone more favorable over the last couple of weeks.
2: Well, at least for public opinion. For
0: public opinion. Yes. Howard Stern is, has an approach to this that maybe the normal Twitter does not, which is he said he's a narcissist, Johnny Depp, mm. and he's overacting up there on the stage. He says the reason he wanted it televised is that's what narcissists do, says Stern. He went on to say they think they can talk their way out of anything. I think Johnny Depp is a huge narcissist. And what I mean by that is he figured I'll put this on TV and because I'm so persuasive and because I'm so smart, I'm such a wonderful guy. Mm. He says he's overacting. He's making words up as the story goes on. And so it's the worst kind of overacting because he's, you know, constantly reaching and you know, and you're sitting through those. (laughs) So he's got his opinion on, uh, on Johnny Depp saying, this is just a big narcissist show. But if I it is,
2: she's acting too. Every time the camera goes she on gets her, up there, yeah, I mean this, every time the camera she's is on gonna her, gonna be. Oh, she Did puts you, she puts her like sad lip out, like like she's about to cry. It's, uh, you know, I guess the same can be true for both of them. They're
0: both actors. I'm being told from my brother-in-law, Dave, of all people.
2: Hey, Dave
0: says, hey. Did you hear that she's trolling him with her outfits? Fans have noticed uh, Amber Heard repeatedly copying Johnny's outfits as well as his mannerisms. But there's a question the internet doesn't know if she knows that she's doing it. But I guess he wears an outfit and then she wears something oh very God, I
2: love that. similar. How does she know he what he's going to be wearing? No, no, no. Oh, the she wears it day. the next day. She'll wear. Oh, so she'll
0: see I Johnny know. and then she's trolling him by like <laughs> I'm wearing your clothes right now.
2: That could be true. I don't know. He had like an ascot on one day, and then she had one on. That that's kind of a funny bit. It's like um, what's her fells Anna Delvey.
0: Oh yes, that's right. She needed to be dressed the right way before she. I just
2: that's here's my
1: thing. I. This is very shallow of me, mm-hmm. but I just love her hairstyles. She is very beautiful. I mean, I don't know who's doing her hair, but that braid, the braid situation that she went had over going the top. Yeah, this is terrible <laughs> that I'm focusing on this. I help. No, it's human.
0: It's human. I'm like, You're who's human. doing
1: her hair? She has a full team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, she definitely has like a squad.
2: Oh, like, can you imagine doing that braid yourself? <laughs> you know who does that? Colleen Lindstrom does that with her hair sometimes. It's amazing. Oh, my
0: God. Colleen does the herd.
2: Yeah, She's she doing looks her. over her the top. Her. Yeah, it looks really pretty.
0: Wow. 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 I didn't even have time to tell you about the great new game that I played. off to save oh, that. No, I'll you... tell you after the break. How about that? I'll tell you. It's we'll get into, we'll get into some things that make you go, huh? I've got some of those as well. Okay. But last night I played a game that my mother brought to the table that we had never heard of before. And it's quite fun. Works for adults or adults and kids all together. Okay. And I think that you would be so entertaining to watch play the game, and I think you would also hate it within about 20 minutes. I'm intrigued. We'll tell you what it is when we return. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk. What should I have for lunch next Tuesday? Will there be flying cars in a few years? What if aliens arrive on Earth tomorrow? Uh,
2: Steve, Steve, you must learn to live in the present. The Y is offering group classes to help you be more mindful and live in the moment. Joined by April 30th, and enrollment is just 15 bucks with 10% off dues till June.
0: Wait a minute. Isn't that
2: thinking ahead? Oh, cute. Join at YMCANorth.org. Good morning. Welcome back. You're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 107.1, where talk is fun. Right, Steve?
0: <laughs> You're right, Donna.
2: You're my buddy, Boo. And guess what I'm doing right no, now? No, don't
0: do it. Don't do it. All right, don't I not do, do it. it. We're not going to do that yet. Okay. We'll, if we have time, we'll get into some things that make you go, huh? Fine. But for now, uh, I want to tell you about a game that we played last night.
2: All righty.
0: We played this at a table with ages 6 to 66. No disrespect, Mom. But it's a good for the whole family. We did it in teams, an adult and a child on each team. Okay. And the game is called Kablab. Have <laughs> you heard of Kablab?
2: I'm writing it down. No, I have not.
0: They, this is from the makers of, and watch me win over Donna, everybody. This is how well I know my dear friend. <laughs> from the makers of Scategories."
2: Okay. You love Scategories. I do. I love Scategories.
0: Kablab. <laughs>
2: Pretty much a couple times a day. You place categories a couple times a day? I have an app on my phone. It's called Stop. And you play against random people. Okay. And
0: you were thinking she was using the octagonal yep. die. Yeah. Alone.
2: By myself. I was like, what is this?
1: She I'm never sorry. has a
0: duplicate answer. I
1: wanted to just say I'm sorry. Yeah. It's okay.
0: Here's how Kablab works. <laughs> Everybody gets a pile of cards... And you go around the table, you have three die. These are three very bouncy die. These are not
2: wouldn't three die be dice?
0: Is it individual is die? Mm-hmm. And then dice is plural. Can you mm-hmm. fact check that? That can't be right. It's it's right. Pick up the dice. Oh, that's two.
1: Mm-hmm. Don't think twice. Let's get together and melt the ice. Hashtag mm-hmm.
0: turbulent.
2: <laughs> Was Dawn here for that? When Donna, I was telling a story about being on the plane, and I said the turbulence were so bad. Oh, good. Like, (laughs) I love it when I do that.
0: No, no, but Dawn, she was convinced of it until corrected. She didn't misspeak it. That's she believed it was, oh, those turbulence
1: like more than one, more than
0: one turbulence.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Were really Mm -hmm. bad. Instead Mm -hmm. of turbulence, you would say turbulence in the same way that you would say. Um, so a singular wind.
1: would be the turbulent.
0: <laughs> no, there so wouldn't bad. be singular because turbulence is like air or wind.
1: I, I was thinking in Donna's mind. Oh no, would I always singular turbulent.
2: I guess so. Even anyway. though I know how
1: it's.
0: Oh, was that one bit of turbulent? I hope we don't no, have more I turbulence. Tur-
2: I had a turbulent day.
0: Yeah, you could say that. Guess,
2: guess what, guys? We're all fallible. Back. You know?
1: to oh, absolutely. Really?
0: Wait, collab.
2: Kablab,
0: kablab. All right, so you have these three like Shazam dice, and they have a one, a two, a three on them, or blank, or an X. Point of it is, what you do is you roll the dice, and let's say you have a one, a blank, and a three. Now you add those numbers, so you have four, one blank three, so you have four, and then you turn over your card, and your it says things you do in the morning and you have to say four oh, of them you guys and kind then of play
2: something similar to and this. then you
0: mm-hmm. you roll the mm-hmm. dice again and you have to continue to roll the dice and go deeper into the topic on the card that you t- flipped over until you get all blanks or if you roll one of those x's if an x ever shows face up it's automatically now the next person's turn and why the urgency of that is important is in the middle of the table and they call it cublab, is this little faux bomb almost like a little you know a little bomb with like a candle coming out of it Mm -hmm, and then you pull that up and at the beginning it's a random timer
1: yeah and so you don't know
0: when it's gonna go
2: (laughs) like hot potato hot potato potato.
0: exactly it's like hot potato that scares me the fun of it is and again these are almost like hollow it's like hollow dice and i say that because they bounce a lot so it's not a quick so part of it it seems is you roll the dice and it seems that they intentionally made the dice this way because you're waiting like, come on, stop, stop, stop. Now, some of us were just stopping the dice because we are like, we need to keep going here. But so you're waiting to see, wait, how many of these do we need to say? And then they finally settle. And then you're like, OK, we need two more things that are green.
2: So after you. OK, so let's say you're on two and mm-hmm. you turn over your card. It says things that are green. That's your turn only. Correct. You, you, as long as you you have to
1: say three things.
0: Yes. And then once I did the three, what I have to do is I have to,
1: whatever you roll.
0: Yes. But whatever that number is, after you get through those, while the timer is still going, you don't know when it's going to go. Kabbalah, you have to pick up the dice again and you need to roll again. And you're always hoping to get an X or all blanks. But if after I did the four things of things you do in the morning, if the next roll that I still have to do, I have to get to a safe roll before I can pass on Mm. the dice to the next person. So then maybe I roll a 2 again. So for instance yesterday there was a point it. where it You're was on like the
2: hot seat and you the when thing do You could start go off. the timer.
0: You started at the very beginning and then you roll the dice the timer has been started. So oh. there was a point where for instance it goes to my nephew Trey and he rolls countries. And then it's 3 that he has to do and he's like okay, you know, Mexico, United States.
2: This episode is brought to you by Snapple.
0: Canada. And then he rolls it again and it's four more. And suddenly, as the ticking is going, and I know that you I think you would love hate it at the same time.
2: The timer. The I timer.
0: Yep. So then we're all looking at each other bug-eyed. There was a point where it was characters from a characters from a movie. And then suddenly, because of the
3: tick, tick 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 it
0: when it's gonna go off. The it's funny to watch people's brains sort of just slow down where there's panic. So as my nephew names three countries and then rolls again, and now it says four. Now, if I said to you, name seven countries, just within the next five uh, minutes, you could do this. But if you hear tick, 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 and everybody's looking at you, you're like, oh my gosh, what's the name of a country?
2: Dawn, maybe you guys should do a timer on your morning show We game. do. It's called Five Second Showdown. Oh, it's, it's five seconds. It's very
1: similar to this. A timer starts, it's five seconds. Name three, and then it's like,
0: you know, okay, yeah, yeah, Three same
1: thing, you know, desserts. makes of cars, yeah,
2: or something,
0: yeah, it's fun. It's called kablab and with a K or a C, with a K K A B L A B,
2: kablab.
0: So instead of kablam, it's kablab because you're blabbing, you're blabbing out all these answers. I
2: have one more question.
0: 1999 is how much it is,
2: okay. Um, my question is not that. Does one person go until the the timer blows up? Like, when do you pass it to the next person, only if your card says to pass
0: it? So, again, you have the, the dice. The cards are just the topics that you or your team has to answer, and you have to roll the dice until you roll an X. One of, the, one of the okay. three dice has to show an X, or you have to land on three blanks. So you have to get to a zero point or an X, but as long as there's a, if there's no X and there's a number that is facing up, whether it's one or whether the three dice add to six, you have to say that many things I see. in that oh, category. Oh, that's
2: fun. Okay, that fun sounds game. really fun.
0: You should get it for the cabin.
2: I think I will. I think people, um, also our listeners, always appreciate when we give them some uh, tips.
0: They love this. And by the way, my mom uh, was going to bring it from home to play, but she was worried that as it went through TSA, they would see the fake little bomb. Oh,
2: sure.
0: <gasps> oh, gosh. <laughs> so she did oh, what if
2: it starts ticking? That's, what, that's what she yeah. was
0: concerned about. Yeah, yeah, I get this. Oh, that's
2: funny. All right. We'll be right back. Don't go away. Right. Good morning. It's us. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Checked out a new uh, a new show, guys. Oh, you did? I did. Rumi and I decided to watch The Tourist. The Tourist. That's a, That's a Johnny Depp movie, Johnny
0: Depp. too. I and
1: knew you guys gosh, were going to say
2: that. That is true. They had no chemistry no. whatsoever. But,
0: but they got Golden Globe nominations, and the rumor was because the Hollywood foreign press just wanted big name stars on their red carpet.
1: And oh, that was yes. the
0: word that year was, yeah. Really? They didn't deserve it, but they got the invite.
2: So what did you think? So this is not the movie. This is a new series on HBO Max. Oh! Is it, it tied is... into
0: it at all? No.
2: no. I, I don't know because I don't think I've ever seen the movie. Um, this is with uh, Jamie Dornan, who I love. I just think he's fantastic. Um, and... <sighs> He's a guy who wakes up in the Australian outback with no memory and he has to use the fl- the few um bit of clues that he has about his life to figure yeah. out who he is before his past catches up with him. It's really good. It's um it, yeah, there's a girl in it. You you might recognize her. Her name is Danielle McDonald, who I love. You can already tell that she's going to be like the the hero of the movie um she was in that movie patty cake with um bridget
0: uh, bridget
2: who i really like yeah comedian lady Moynihan. Moynihan. nope
0: (laughs) bridget
2: nope everett bridget everett she was in another show that i was telling you you should watch somebody um somebody somewhere Oh, Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. really good.
2: Anyway, this girl is adorable. Um, If you ever watched Nurse Jackie, she reminds me of the Nurse Jackie's friend who's just full of like whimsy and Mm. glass half full kind of girl. But um, it's really good. It's got subtle humor, which I really like. And I it's intense and suspenseful. Mm. And there's only six episodes. Mm. It's a limited series. Oh, that's fun. So I checked it out. I recommend it. I like don't... the
0: original concept of, of the the tourist that you're describing, of sort of waking up somewhere and then having to clue things together. That's naturally intriguing. Yeah. Right?
2: Yeah, like he's all alone. He's got no ID. He doesn't know who he is. He wakes up with amnesia after getting in a car accident. Just, it's, it, you know, and then he meets the, these cast of characters along the way. And it's just, it's real, it's real good, I think. I'm two episodes in, so I'm going to finish it. The okay. Tourist. Thank you. Quickly about Jamie Dornan. I was so impressed with him in Belfast. I don't even remember. Oh, yeah, he played the dad. Yeah, yeah he was great. Oh, I'm glad he's moved past Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, Dawn. If he was you... good in
1: Barb and Star. He's very versatile and good for him.
2: I have a great series for you with him in it. He is terrifying. Oh. He plays a real, real, real bad guy. And it's based on a serial killer and it's called The Fall. Oh yeah, I see
1: that on his IMDB. Okay.
2: That's where I came to know him as a serious actor. Okay. I was like, this guy is so scary, mm. so mm. believable. Um, and that's from I think it might even go back to twenty thirteen, but Jillian yeah. Anderson is in it. Mm-hmm. Oh, She's fantastic. She's she plays the lead inspector or the, you know, investigator oh. in this case and it's like the two of them against one another. It's real good. Wow, cool. Thank you. Hey, thank you guys.
0: Hey, the show recommendations keep on coming. I will recommend a show. Okay. To I think to all of us, although I feel like we- it just feels like, Don. I'll tell you who's in it, and you'll be like, oh, okay, I think i would watch this. You, you know Vanessa Byer from Saturday Night Live?
2: Yes, love her.
0: That's what I was thinking. Well, turns out, I didn't know this. She's got her own show. Did you know this?
2: If I did, I forgot.
0: It's on Showtime. I think just came out. And uh, it's called I Love That For You. So let me give you kind of the, the tagline <laughs> I for love it. it.
1: I like that title. Is it,
0: it's a funny title. So uh in it, and she, Molly Shannon is in this as well, and apparently, you know, it's a, it's a quite a comedic cast. But we first meet her character, Vanessa Bayer's character, Joanna, this from the ABClub.com. Uh as a teenage girl, she's in between chemo treatments. Okay. Okay, so that's how it starts. And then Smash Cut to we now see her as an adult. And she is uh, giving, as they describe it, a spirited demo of Costco's pita chips. You know, she's (laughs) doing the samples and running that whole thing. Uh, It almost feels like she could be delivering a late night QVC segment. And so, I don't know how, but at some point, she ends up landing her dream job, gets a dream opportunity on some fake shopping network. And now... Vanessa Bayer, who was uh, working as a Costco sample person,
1: cute. now
0: has this job there. And then at one point, as sales aren't going well on this QVC esque sort of a channel, she just blurts out, I have cancer. And which is kind of a white lie because she had cancer. I think the cancer is in remission, and then she has to walk that back a little bit. But oh, those are those are some of the Initial things that we know about Molly Shannon plays like a QVC style superhero. Maybe she's
2: been in a lot. No, wait. Am I thinking Molly Shannon? Yeah, she's been in a lot of TV shows lately.
0: It's called the Special Value Network, by the way, not QVC. It's this <laughs> they, they fictionally call it the Special Value Network. God, but then maybe Molly value. Shannon would be like a like a Lori Grenier, uh who sure. is you know a major player on, on sure. QVC.
2: Okay, how about this variety headline? Not to burst your bubble. You won't love. I love that for you. TV review came out yesterday. Mm. Mm. They said it seems like the, you know, home shopping networks is one that's ripe for comedy. Because like in Hacks, for instance, Deborah Vance goes on TV to like hawk her products. And she says, or this uh, reviewer says the challenge is, with all things in fiction is getting the details right and maybe that's where they're falling short. But I think it I think it sounds really
0: cute. Yeah, the A V Club also has a we wish this was better. It feels like it should be great. And they're so happy for Vanessa Byer. Yeah. She's but they're adorable. saying that the show feels a little lackluster. I was just gonna omit that from this because I didn't want to dissuade <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah,
2: but you know oh. decide for yourself. I really do believe you should decide for yourself.
0: Oh, there's so much stuff out there that critics just hate that we're like, that's great. That's fun.
2: And I know, like, for example, Dawn, you saw The Power of the Dog. You know, people are just raving about it, and you hated it, right? Hated it. Yeah. So (laughs) decide for yourself, right? Yeah, and it all comes from, it's
1: all subjective, you know? We, we, some certain shows resonate with us because of
2: our own personal
1: experiences
2: we've had. Right. And, you know, just like with Licorice Pizza, where I was like, I loved this movie. Without seeing it for yourself and just hearing about it, you're like, ew, I, that sounds icky. I hated it before I saw it. I know. And then I saw it and I loved it. Isn't that interesting?
1: Yeah. Stevie, you it should see a try. It.
0: I was, you know, as you guys mentioned, reviews and stuff. Then I was like, what about, oh, yeah, what about Avatar? Global, box office global sensation. It actually does have an 82% on Rotten Tomatoes. But even there, you know, $500 million wasted. Uh, You know, there are different ones that are just blowing it up. Too bad it doesn't have any spark of humanity in it. You know, all this kind of stuff. Mm. So, yeah, forget... We appreciate critics.
2: We're the people. But we decide. We're the people. We decide. We buy the people. We decide. We're the people. We buy the
0: popcorn. We buy our tickets.
2: I'm going to make a picket sign right
0: no, now. Please, don't no, please right, don't. Right. No, it's just
2: All right. All right. All right. Um, hey, did you guys see Margot Robbie? Uh, there's a picture of her, a first look at her as Barbie. And I think she's perfect. The movie is coming out, I think, not till next summer. But can we link this up for everyone, Steve?
0: You bet your bottom dollar. So She's
2: in a pink Chevrolet convertible. She's wearing an adorable Barbie-like. They really, in this picture anyway, it looks like they really brought her to life. And I love it. You know how I was talking about yesterday, like how you bring a Marvel, like a comic book story. And then you make it human. It's just so creative. I love it.
0: All right, I just that. hope it
2: doesn't have like, you know, negative messages for girls or
0: anything like that. You would think it wouldn't.
2: Like, let's make her a lawyer. She's,
0: you know, it's a modern, it's being done. I would imagine that there are uh, powerful females behind this who are like, let's, let's redo the narrative here.
2: Yeah, that's I, true.
0: Let me tell you, Barbie was one of the cartoons that got outlawed at my house. One of the first, it might have been the first show, really, that I outlawed at my house. There was a Barbie cartoon, and this was maybe eight or nine years ago. We were living in Albuquerque at the time, and my young young daughter at the time, Adeline, was maybe three or four or whatever, and she's watching it, and Barbie was just always doing stuff where it was like, oh, you shouldn't say that to your (laughs) friends. Oh, Barbie's (laughs) only looking out for Barbie again. Really? Yes. And I was like, you know what? And when they're in that parody kind of a parrot ish kind yes, of a phase. Yes. you are like, you want to be mindful of what do I want them repeating and, you know, yes. all that. And we're like, you know what? Barbie is selfish, self-centered in vain. Let's move on <laughs> to something different. <laughs> yeah. And so that's when have... we drank from the cup of Yo Gabba Gabba.
2: Oh, nice. Rich.
0: New new episodes of Yo Gabba Gabba are coming out after a long, long hiatus.
2: Can I ask a follow-up question on your last story? Please do, Donna. Um, do your kids have yeah. Barbies? Do they ask for Barbies?
0: They don't ask for Barbies. Okay. We do have some Barbies in the house and have before, you know, and then you go into a kid's room or an empty bathtub and it looks like some sort of a drug bust in Miami. <laughs> no one's got their pants on. Or and, a head. And, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> so. Barbie's head is in the toilet.
2: <laughs> All right. Good to know. Thanks, Steve. Uh,
0: thank you, Donna. No, I'm gonna then. head out. I need to go. No, no, get you gotta stay for a this. A
2: Order, order. Oh, uh, we <laughs> got, we gotta go back to the courtroom, okay? Because mm, we saw something. Oh. We have to say something. Amber Heard's lawyer is a disaster, <laughs> and yeah. we've got
0: audio, audio um, evidence that we're. You severe. got it. Oh. Yep.
2: We'll get to that when we come right back on my talk 107.1. Well, you know what we say on this show: TV. if you see something you gotta say say something something. yep yep and if you hear something you gotta say something Mm. anytime i mispronounce something you think steve's gonna let that go no because we're trying to get
0: better aren't we
2: steve yes we're trying to grow growth is key yes yes steve who are you and what have you done with Donna? hey
0: (laughs) if you see something say something oh that is catchy huh? Time for If You See
2: Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see
0: something, say something. Come on and party tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Now you've had some concerns about Amber Heard's attorney. I thought that his approach, the strategy of Hear all the bad tabloid headlines and negative press that's been out there seemed weak from a legal standpoint. So uh, I haven't been following this guy quite as closely as you have.
2: Well, there's a few, I, th- I believe there's at least two lawyers on her side. And one of them, there's been a lot of like objections, compound, there's objection, Ooh, compounds, there's objections, hearsay, yeah. I don't know um, what that is. I don't either. It's like asking the same thing twice oh, sure. or something like, like that. Stop. Um, then their hearsay has just been going on. And so much so that Johnny Depp has been like looking to his lawyers and go, going like hearsay? Hmm. I think that's hearsay. Yeah. <laughs> it's basically not founded in fact. Right. And it it's very loosey-goosey the way they're running this this trial. Oh. But one of Amber Heard's lawyers objected to his own line of questioning during the trial yesterday. And when you hear, uh, I believe you'll hear Johnny Depp chuckle when the judge <laughs> says something.
0: You didn't know what could cause damage to Mr. Depp's hand while you were there. I'm Bradley Trainer,
1: And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item.
0: A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house. To the gym to work out.
1: Pretty sure that's J Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this
0: is Chris Jenner
1: LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday, so the fun never ends.
0: Blinded by the item. Listen wherever you get podcasts, and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. There on March eighth, correct?
3: Doctor Kipper told me he sustained an injury on one of his fingers. Well,
0: uh, hears-
2: hearsay. Wait, you, you asked the question. Okay. okay. Next question. Okay, You said a stand of
0: an injury to his finger. Yes.
2: So they're, they're talking to an expert or, you know, a guy who's a house person, or a house manager. So I don't know who that was in that particular clip. But, oh, my God. I mean, can it get any more embarrassing than that?
0: Uh, <laughs> I, I like how quickly, too, the judge is like, hey, dummy.
2: That was, uh, was your the, the, the person. question. <laughs> He Jeez. just didn't like the answer, you know. Right?
0: Yeah, yeah, that's right. Oh my Strike gosh! Strike that from the record, Judge.
2: Totally. Then there was this really great forensic psychologist who testified yesterday, and I touched on this a little bit towards the end of our show. But she was uh, she interviewed Amber Heard for twelve hours of questioning. I'm I'm sure it's not twelve consecutive hours, but sure. you know, keeping notes and um,
3: basically talked about what her evaluation of Amber Heard was. We spent 12 hours directly with one another. One of the primary things I learned was that she had a very sophisticated way of minimizing any personal problems, externalization of blame, tending to have a lot of inner hostility that is attempted to be controlled. There can be actually a lot of cruelty. Usually with people who are less powerful, they can react violently, they can react aggressively. They will often physically prevent their partner from trying to leave. Sometimes they act in a kind of a girlish way to be cute and to a gender attention, but they can be actually very, very destructive. But hmm. mostly we call this administrative violence. So essentially this is saying that they'll make threats using the legal system. So. They might say that they are going to file a restraining order or claim abuse. That person goes from being idealized, the perfect person, to dumpster.
0: Hmm. Oh. Dumpster, <laughs> dumpster.
2: <laughs> <She's> dumpster. <laughs> dumpster. Oh my gosh! Hmm. Wow. That's it's...
0: interesting, though, because in the, those sort of volatile relationships where it is just lovey-dovey and oh my gosh and the PDA and we're just all into each other and then if you is she suggesting that she if you realize you can't get the thing that you want then it is opposite end of the spectrum yes totally
2: yes it's like love hard you know love mm. hard fight hard um there there were also there was some questioning about the red mark on her face the somebody uh the police were called in Los Angeles to their one of Johnny Depp's penthouse suites. And um, the officer also was like, yeah, I didn't see anything consistent with bruises. I didn't, you know, they investigated mm. and and Amber and her friend who made the 911 call were uncooperative with the police. Oh. Um, so there's just all sorts of stuff. But that, now listen, that's not to say that they, Johnny Depp wasn't interviewed for 12 hours by a forensic psychologist. This was his team and some of the criticism that's coming from their side is that um, uh, she had dinner at Johnny's house with his lawyers before they hired her and drinks. And so some people are criticizing the credibility and and they're saying, well, it was just part of the interview process Mm. to find someone and to talk to someone right oh okay so meaning not amber but
1: the the forensic psychologist shannon
2: curry dr shannon curry. that's right yeah yeah so ugh, let's see who they're mm. talking to now i mean is somebody
1: gonna lie on the witness stand for a glass of
2: wine come on no <laughs> bottled maybe like, you know what year <laughs> oh, Boy, <laughs> i kid i joke you guys stop and, and and listen you know i this may be a stretch But I'm kind of seeing a little glimmer of Johnny and Amber in Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly.
0: Speaking of drinking.
2: Well, right. They prefer a red. Yes, blood. Blood. Apparently they they dabble in drinking one another's trickles of blood.
0: Megan Fox is, is sort of clarifying this. She's both confirming it and clarifying. Saying, yes, we do drink each other's blood. (laughs) For ritual purposes only. Oh,
2: Oh, that makes perfect sense. It's just a
0: few drops, she says. Mm -hmm. So she said, yeah, so I guess to drink each other's blood might mislead people or people are imagining us with goblets and we're like Game of Thrones drinking each other's blood. She says it's just a few drops. Occasionally for ritual purposes.
1: What I, is the ritual they're doing? Is it It some has type to do with like the witchcraft? full
2: moon and yeah, really? stuff yeah, it has to do with oh gosh, she's into tarot card reading and astrology and she does this metaphysical like meditations and practices and things like that. So when there's a full moon, she has a special ritual and that's where the blood comes in. Mm, okay. But I th- my point about those two is I feel like it's real dangerous when you're that like so impassioned in the beginning stages and then bound together through blood. Yes. And he's like, take my soul, you know, just kind of like it reminds me a little bit of this Johnny Depp, Amber Mm. Heard thing. Like they're all in. They're so passionate. But that's not, you know, you can't sustain a lifetime of that level of passion. Right. And it makes me worried for the future of their relationship if they think that that's going to be that way forever.
0: It's like the old babbling brook versus the river analogy with relationships. Yes. Where babbling brooks are often, they make noise, right? You go and you see them and they're bubbling up and you hear them and you see them going over the rocks and there's splashes and all of that. But they're very shallow. Whereas a river, you could be walking alongside a river and not know it if it was if there were was a tree or two in oh, front of you. No. Yeah, but they are quiet, but they run deep, and so it's these yeah. there are these oh, babbling brook relationships Steve. where it seems exciting, and you you're sitting there right now, married to your significant other, and you're thinking oh, well, we're not drinking each other's blood. I mean, we don't have to drink Uh, each other's blood, but shouldn't we be doing something crazy? But maybe rest in the fact that your relationship more resembles a river that runs deep and quiet as opposed to a babbling brook that is noisy and shallow.
2: Exactly. Like these two, they are making so much noise right now. And it's almost like they're putting on a show.
0: Yeah, and maybe there's a depth to it that we don't know. But yes, there's a lot of posturing where it's like...
2: yes. And, like, let's suck face on the red carpet. <laughs> yeah. Like, come on, guys. Thank uh. you. Dawn, D- you're dismissed. I have to go drink someone's blood. Dismissed. Order! Drink Kenny's! Yes! Oh, God, okay. <laughs> go do a podcast All with right. him now. Bye. Bye. Uh, when we come back, though, you guys, uh, the most expensive song to license for movies, TV, and video games. You think you can figure out what it is? We will tell you when we come right back with music news up next.